0: Allow me to adjust my pants so that I may dance the good time dance and put the onlookers and innocent box into a trance.
1: You're listening to 92.7 CKBS, the voice of the shoe swap, and you're listening to 25,000 miles. Give
0: the sea so the swan will marry and propagate lies. Tough luck for elected officials, the beast you see got fish.
1: oh Oh, man such a good song that's right such a good song welcome to the second hour we did that live we could have just let that song keep keep rocking man
2: (laughs) oh we could have but you know sometimes it's good to shake it up
1: it's nice to shake it up. Of course, we have got uh, the wonderful Cam Harper here. Cam, playing all sorts of wicked rad music. Thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me. So, w- w- set up to bat, man. Like stand up to bat. Let's go. Rock and roll. Yeah. What are we what playing we next, man? What do
2: we get next? What do we got? Oh, we've got Killing Joke next. Let's do it. You, you want to do that one? Killing let's do Joke.
3: joke. let to get right into it. Yeah, let's jump into a Killing Joke.
2: Uh, love of the masses on twenty five thousand miles.
1: That was a little band called The Killing Joke with a song called Love of the Masses. You're, of course, listening to 25,000 Miles on 93.7 CKVS, the voice of the shoe swap. And we got all sorts of crazy stuff going on today, tonight, tomorrow. It's good. It's good. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> uh, of course coming up on the 16th and 19th of August we got the Salmon Roots and Blues Festival featuring Michael Franti, Spearhead Colin James, The Family Stone, Harry Manx The Town String Quartet The Little Smokies, The Boom Booms Jimmy Dale Gilmore and Billy Kirchen,
2: and little Jimmy Reed love that guy
1: brought to you by Canada Dry Ginger Ale Canada Dry Ah, that's fresh that's pretty good. <laughs> you like that? I think I just got hired by Canada's Drive. Boom! Uh, all sorts of crazy sponsors. Of course, this um, uh, brought to you by ninety three point seven CKBS, the voice of the shoe swap, uh, Warner Rentals, H two O for you, BC Brew, H two O for me, H two O for me. Uh, all sorts of uh, sponsors for this for the show, and just uh, just a fantastic show. Uh, wicked good bands lined up. It's going to be a ton of fun. Make sure you check it out.
2: That's right. And if you would like to get a hold of me and Josh, it is 25,000 Miles Radio Show at gmail.com. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We have them all. We're not hard to find. Just type in the name. It'll be great. On with the show. Mr. Right. Cam Harper Cam is Harper. with us. Hello.
1: He is the show tonight.
2: Would you like to talk about Killing Joke? Killing Joke? Nah. Okay. I got nothing to add. Awesome. Let's keep going. Let's, let's move on with uh, what? the band's. The we, bands that you have played oh, in, my yeah, friend. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, okay, I want to hear the best time, or the best story you have from playing in Bursacon. Oh, I got a lot.
3: I got a lot of funny stories.
2: <laughs> okay, well, um, I'm, I'm excited I to think, hear think Okay,
3: so, okay, one fun tidbit is the, the guitar player, the lead guitar player was a really cool guy named Sean, and he was from L.A., and he was uh, about 20 years older than me? Maybe no he was older than, like 25 years older. so I'm only like 20, 20 at this point. so he's about 45 to 47. uh killer guitar player. anyways, uh, so first off, when he formed the band, he originally wanted us to be a wedding band and he wanted us <laughs> to play uh, like weddings in order to make money and also to get experience playing live. So that was a fun tidbit and then second fun tidbit is he tried to convince us to start a kiss cover band. So that was obviously... Why, why'd you say no to that? Well, we didn't... It was, the thing was, Sean had a lot of really cool ideas, <laughs> but um, not a lot of focus.
1: Was he made for loving you?
2: I was made for loving you,
1: baby. <laughs> so,
2: um,
3: cool story. Cool, cool story time, I guess. why you, um, you
1: sidestep that? <laughs> <laughs>
3: go moving on, Josh. On, moving on, Josh. Um... <laughs> So, oh yeah, cool, cool show. Um, so we ended up playing in this little basement and it was uh kind of like a popular venue in calgary at the time and it was just a like a little house show in a in in a basement but it was an undeveloped basement and had a boiler sitting in the corner like the the foundation poles and everything like it looked something looked like something from like a mystery movie or like a horror movie where you go to the basement and you're like this is where the
1: kruger's there man
3: yeah yeah where somebody scary lives and so um we end up maybe like 20 minutes before the show starts Uh, sean is just like nowhere to be found so he texts us being like sorry i got another job uh another gig because he did sound on the side he's like i won't be coming and we're like great okay and this is 20 minutes before we play but anyway so it was a great show we we may do without him and uh it was just the thing was because this was a creepy old basement the floor was all dirt There was like a big dirt pit in there. Like some of the concrete was kicking around, but it was like this undeveloped creepy basement. And so as the night progressed and these people were packed in this room, the condensation would just was building up and it was like the the floor was literally turning into mud. So when people would be like (laughs) dancing around and having fun, there would be mud and grossness. Like it was humid. Like you could, (laughs) it it was just disgusting, but it was just a really cool experience at the same time, just playing such a small...
1: Room just full of people who are really into what you're doing, and that's always cool.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You
1: know what that show needs is a boot wash station. Who?
2: A boot wash station. Okay, and I'm <laughs> gonna flip it on you. Yeah. Worst, worst <sighs> time.
3: I think. Okay. Worst time is so fast forward to like maybe a year ago, and um, <laughs> really, yeah. Longa McQuaid calls me and it turned out that our my my little buddy Sean used me as a reference <laughs> And keep in mind, I was, like, 20 at the time, and he's, like, in his mid-40s, so I think he can, like, pay his bills. Yeah. So worst time is years later after, the, you know, the band split up, and um, Long Quaid was coming to me for, like, kind of collections or trying to figure out where Sean was. <laughs> and they're just, like, so, but then once I explained to him I hadn't, hadn't like, no contact with him for a number of years, they're, like, okay, yeah, like, you're obviously not going to be held um, accountable for the money that he owes us on his account because, like, you aren't in contact with him at all. So it was just, like, one of those things that's just awful. Why that, would you like,
1: be held liable regardless?
3: Because when... <laughs> like, you guys have financed things, so a lot yeah. of the time that's, like, a reference, but also when you sign away on, on, like, reference things like that, if you... If the person doesn't pay, you usually have to fork You're up. Pony up, man. Yeah, exactly.
1: That's yeah. rough, dude. Yeah.
2: Brutal. Yeah. but uh, A <laughs> <Yeah>. year ago.
3: <laughs> exactly, yeah. And this is, like... So like a solid seven to eight years after things have have split up. But it once I explained to him like everything, they're the I mean Long McQuaid guys in Calgary, the one off Chinook there, they're yeah. super cool. So like yeah it's fine. Like don't worry about it. We'll just like take it to
2: the cops or something like that. Something yeah. wild. Nice. yeah wow. Cool. Anyways. All right, well why don't we get to some tunes? That
1: was a lot of talking. Yeah, let's get to and some it tunes. It wasn't by me. So let's listen to music. What are we gonna hear? We're gonna do David Bowie So Love. Nice. Cool. We all love the boy. You listen to 25,000 miles on 93.7 CKBS, the voice of the shoe swap. Stone
4: love, she kneels before the grave. Sharing you a love so strong, it tears their hearts loose.
2: That was Coxspar with a song called We Love You, and before that.
1: The Mighty Bowie.
2: The Mighty David Bowie uh, with a song called Soul Love. A lot of love in that set. A lot of that was, love. That was the lovey a lovey love set.
3: A lot of, whole lot of love. <laughs> Got a whole lot of love.
2: <laughs> and of course, we are sitting here with Mr. Cam Tron Harper. Uh, it's going to be a good time. Um on the second hour here uh let's see so we're really deep of you, in the second hour man. i know we're already so deep um <laughs> so i'm gonna i'm gonna um no hand gestures to me please um
1: that was dirty man
2: so don't, a lot of people don't, don't know hide this. the snicker just a lot of people don't know this myself uh cam here and uh josh we all played in the same band called the Working Class Threat back in Calgary. And I want to know, because everybody who's played in a band has a best story and a worst story playing in a band. So that's what I've been asking Cam. But because Josh was playing in that band too, this is I'm going to just put this out there it? for both of you. And we'll start with Josh, maybe, here. Best, best, best Working Class Threat story and then flop of that worst What do you think?
1: Okay. Um, You know what? There was a couple uncomfortable, not awesome things about the band. But other than that, there's no real bad stories. What what were they? (laughs) What were the uncomfortable things? (laughs) Was it me? (laughs) No. Being in a band with a friend that... (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to say it, man. Say it. Anyway, it was just... uh, I, I think it was more... When you're When you're playing with four different in- individuals yeah. You all approach music from different Vantage points and different yep. perspectives oh, yeah. And some of the people in the bands take it more seriously Than others
3: Being in a band is like having four other Girlfriends Or wives or whatever yeah. It's like it's having four Very intense relationships With four Very different people And everybody thinks they're right And some people
1: Oh no I didn't think I was right I knew I was right.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's just being in a band. That's just playing music with people. You're
1: gonna have um, Those, that, that's yeah. static, that conflict. Yeah,
3: and yeah. They, and they, I find too, once people realize that, then grudges kind of dissolve and things yeah. don't really get as serious. Because I know, I know this guy here. I was, I was intense. Like I was in like controlling about things, and I was like, no, like they have to be this way. Things have to be tuned this way. If we're gonna play something, I want it to be like. Even though it's it's a punk band, I'm like, I still want to bring it on the road. Oh, yeah. Make it sound good. Yeah. So oh, I, know, yeah. Like, I know the role I played in a lot of things.
1: I think my favorite moment was the first show we played. It was it because was eventually we, we uh, had Brendan play bass for us. Right, yeah. Um, but when it was just us, the three of us, yeah. the first show we played was the 50-50 show. And... It oh, yeah, was, at, it was the new, those, at the New Black Center. At the New Black Center. And we sold... First of all, I think we sold all of our tickets, which was...
3: We had a number of them. How yeah, many did we have to sell?
1: 50. That's why they called it a 50-50 show.
3: No, no, no. No, no it was way
1: no. less than that.
2: Um,
3: there I, were, I think it was only were, like 20. Twenty. Really? Yeah, no. It, there was... Um, so we got 50 percent of what the tickets cost oh that's what it was so but they had a total of 100 tickets broken up between three bands yeah yeah exactly so we had or 80 tickets or something so in total we had 20 to 30 tickets that and we had we, to sell
1: for some reason we ended up headlining that show which was weird Yep, it, for, like,
3: our first show we headlined and the same yeah. night doom was playing like the mighty yeah Crust punk band
1: from the UK, and we had a ton of like. Okay, it was weird because like, first of all, we sold all our tickets. Second of all, tons and tons of people showed up that like yeah. nobody expected. Like I didn't expect that many people no. to show up, and we got up on stage and I turned around, grabbed the mic, and said, "Okay, we're gonna start playing." Right? And I turned around and I'm fiddling with my amp and doing different things and just kind of getting ready. And I whip around and all of a sudden there's a massive crowd of people right in my face, mm-hmm. and I was just like. Oh. Okay, <laughs> time to perform. We're going to we're going to play music now. <laughs> I think that that feeling and that 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 excitement that like and then seeing how many people are into it. Yeah. That's yeah. that's my favorite thing. That's yeah, for sure. Especially when my... when
3: we put in a lot of work. Like and that's that's why I think in in that band why I was so adamant about practicing and repetition was because then when people went off when they when they were there at the show and people were going off, I felt like the hard work paid off because I'm like this is why I wanted to play that awkward section seven times no matter how frustrated we got because
1: now it's butter
3: exactly now it's butter and it it, it made it a lot of fun and that was one thing I learned from from playing with um Imberzakon was like that was the thing with Sean Sean was a guy who played with big bands before he he toured with with like the ramones not the ramones a lot of the metal bands from from that area like the bay area metal bands and he was a guitar tech but then again he got the business of of like what happens behind the scenes like it's not always just you're playing shows you're having fun you're touring it's like no you have to treat this like it's a second job or your full-time job and put hours of practice into it so that's where i feel like i got that um mentality from and I know it, if you like, do it. Yeah. You do it. You're gonna do it and you're gonna do it right and you're gonna do it well. Yeah. And I still have that, which is like a blessing and a curse.
1: Yeah. But I'm gonna man. say like probably eighty percent of what we we created was awesome. I love it. Yeah. was the odd song like meh, that could have been better.
3: But that's like that's just yeah, the process. That's the process of writing yeah. writing music is um you, you write a song and it's like with anything you create, you're gonna, you're gonna take a step back and you're gonna be like no, this is where I can take tweaks. And like, I guess tweak tweak it up, make it sound good, and uh, fix it up.
1: We're gonna flop this on you, Joel. Yeah.
2: Best, worst. best
1: and worst? Best and worst.
2: Best, uh, Blind beggar. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dude, I completely forgot
3: about that.
2: Uh, no, that was probably the worst, though.
3: Yeah, that was, that was worst.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um we played at this little pu well i guess it's not i guess it's not yeah i get up to the dr- there it was just a it was not a ba- it's an open mic and they said yeah. hey just come down to the open mic and so we're like okay yeah, we'll we'll go uh we'll try out, some, try and out it, some it was songs. like a
3: warm-up gig like because we as a group we had never played together
2: so yeah and we wanted to just like do a little feeler and so they were like come play for 15 minutes all you have to do is bring your guitar and your bass and uh and then we use the house equipment and i get up to the drum kit and there's a big hole in the kick drum like a big cut and i'm like what what and all the dude said to me was just be gentle i'm like what what and my amp bottomed out
3: every time i because i i tuned in drop d oh yeah with drop d you gotta i don't know what it was but every time i would hit it open it would just the amp would shut off like, it just shut off. So that's why, like, when we were playing, it would just be like... And it would just, like, something would short. It was... What? Yeah, yeah, like, everything that could have went wrong, went wrong there.
1: Yeah. I every, think my amp sounded good, though.
2: Everybody had a 15-minute set. We had a three-minute set.
1: Oh, yeah. We we blew the top off that place, though.
2: Yeah. Kind of. I think this is the, the funny part, is every time I hit my kick drum, it would just go... Yeah, it was busted through. Yeah, and so it'd be like...
3: So this is my opportunity to thank the blind beggar who are no longer in business for an amazing backline. So when you're offered a backline, at least have stuff that works.
2: Yeah, oh, totally. And you know what? We're going to get into Cam's best and worst of working class after this set coming up. Yeah, let's play some songs. Yeah, let's do it. So this is The Damned. With a song called The Shadow of Love. And you are listening to CKVS 93.7, the voice of the Shushu.
4: Now we thought about it, talked about it, very sad to say. We've seen the light of day, it couldn't happen my way. Simple plans and those old fashioned dreams have flown away to think that I believe. Time to play
2: and that was the damned with the shadow of love um and then the first one i played was grapefruit yesterday's Mm -hmm. sunshine
1: little mix up there
2: yep i switched them i switched them that's all
1: just flippity flopped them around that's right all right speaking of flippity flop joel best and worst working class oh no you already told us yeah Yeah. um i
3: think so so we played a couple good shows um i think my favorite is honestly the new black the 50 50 that i know both of you fellas have mentioned Mm -hmm. so the reason i liked it so much and it's a little different than um i think your reason i mean like again i think there was uh, a lot of people there a lot of people who were having a lot of fun and uh into what we're doing but the the there's two little little stories that i really enjoy is there was a little heckler Heckler from the crowd. (laughs) And I was wearing um, like a checkered red shirt. And I was red and white. And I was just like, man, is anybody else really hot? Like, it's really hot up here. Like, it was really hot in that room. And then uh, the guy in the audience just goes up and he's just like, why don't you undo that top button there, Colonel Sanders? (laughs) (laughs) And so, yeah, that was one of my favorite heckles. Because I've been heckled before. But that was one of my favorite heckles ever because it was such just <laughs> it, out of left so, field. Yeah, like, and it was so well, accurate. I undo that top button. And there, he was Colonel so Sander. and he was so drunk in the corner. So I think that the reason I liked it is he picked somebody like an icon of fast food and applied it to me, and then said, "You're the w- one who looks like him." And I was just like, "That's interesting. Interesting choice of an individual." Um, and then second part was our sound guy, um, our oh, yeah. Isaac. Isaac. Isaac, I, poor Isaac. But oh, he, Isaac. I think he passed out with his eyes open or something. Because we're trying to get a hold of him. We we're like waving our arms his and we're like, hey, because like we needed our mids turned up or something. And he just was like, out. And we're like, could, could could somebody could wake somebody up check eyes, him? yeah <laughs> check on him like see if he's okay i forgot all about that yeah he was asleep asleep like, asleep in the corner i think his eyes were open it was just bizarre <laughs> but it was just other than that there was funny things and then uh, the guys who kept on jumping up on stage and grabbing our mics and just
1: yelling like surf pro
3: rules <laughs> 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 getting in a little bit of advertising for surf pro while they're at a show
1: but after, it was after that show too i literally like stepped off the stage to go and see my wife and this crazy super drunk chick like grabs me and like like trying to kiss me I'm like <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, <no>. and, <laughs> and the look on my, my wife's face is hilarious she's just like hmm, like that did not just happen
3: <laughs> and I think the other cool thing was once we started playing some more out of town shows and just playing more in general we um we started get momentum that was the cool thing where we started getting opportunities and it's always kind of cool when that happens because it just shows you're doing something well and you're obviously doing something right if when other bands are saying like hey next time we play you can play can we play with you or next time you come to our city uh let us know we'll book you a show so i always like that when that happens because it's just it's pretty much from people who are just as opinionated about music as you are they're saying hey what you're doing is good um we want to support it so
2: that was cool yeah that was cool that was my favorite show is our second show in red deer oh yeah weirdly enough weirdly enough we were huge in red deer yeah we a lot of the teenagers loved us there i don't know what it was like they thought we were just the bee's knees yeah but we like that that room was packed yeah, and and kids kids went off. Yeah, kids yeah. Off. A kid, I think, grabbed a table, and then he. Uh, <laughs> it,
1: it looked like you know those little benches at the shoe store with. Yeah, the that's on? exactly what
3: it was. Yeah. yeah, he
1: grabbed that and started
3: running around with it, and I was just like, "Oh, okay
2: Okay. Let's and it the store. And it was funny because
3: it was at that moment where it kind of dawned on me where I'm like, "I'm getting a little too tired for this," but at the same time, I'm like, "This is cool. Like,
1: like we're the kids like it." They're One like, of my favorite things to do was to to be in the crowd to sing in the crowd, to be mm-hmm. in the crowd. So, like, I was making sure the microphone cord was long enough to actually be in there. Yeah. That yeah. was cool. I liked
3: yeah. doing that. And I think that was a thing that a lot of people liked about us, is we often um, tried to just have... Um, I guess dialogue with, with our audience or at least just like be approachable to that point where we're not going to be that band who are like, we're going to play and then we're going to sit in the green room or we're going to, we're going to just hang out in uh,
2: like the VIP area or.
1: Yeah. Except before. Just show. hang out. Don't approach us before a show because that's when. I'm in the Josh bathroom. That's, when
2: jo- that's when Josh is doing his stretches in a park. Stretching in a
1: field. <laughs> I'm in the bathroom.
2: Yeah. Okay. Remember when we played at Lord Nelson's and Josh was, yeah. It was like five minutes before we're going on, and jo- we were like, where's Josh? And he's like in this chair, like smashing his knees. And I'm like, what are you doing, guy? And he's like, warming up. Just
1: warming up. Nervous <laughs> energy, man. Tons of nervous energy. Yeah.
2: yeah. You just stretch and stuff and like
3: run. <laughs> we all have our different ways of coping. That's the thing. Yeah, I exactly. would. I would hang out in the
2: bathroom and just <laughs> smack <laughs> yourself in the face. Yes. You've got this. <laughs>
1: and you are good enough you are good, good enough, enough. <laughs> okay let's move on. yeah okay let's keep going okay we are just yeah.
2: that's right uh so uh television personalities woo is what we're getting into here um it's not what we
1: have we have radio personalities yeah bah, bah. yeah <laughs> <lame>.
2: <laughs> and uh this song's called uh parties in chelsea on 93.7 the voice of the Schwab.
0: What are you doing next Saturday week? Would you like to come to a party with me? In the are getting engaged Should be really good Something to look forward to that
2: Buzzcocks. With Harmony in my head. Were you going to do it? I was going to do it. That. Oh, sorry, great. man. Don't worry about it. You can me. do the next one.
1: No, that's cool. And then television personalities, right?
2: Yeah. yeah. Parties, Parties in Chelsea. In Chelsea.
1: Oh. Brand new age. <laughs> Brand new age. <laughs>
2: that's great.
1: <laughs> um, lots of talking. We've been doing lots of yeah, talking. Yeah, we, we, we really did. You know what? Again, we talked about the Buzzcocks earlier. Mm-hmm. When it comes to the Buzzcocks and bands like that, mm-hmm. I love the melodic like like the the melodies like the harmonies yeah. like the I really like that style of punk rock like it's just yeah. like that to me is like rudimentary the like the thing that makes punk rock right like right. new like newer punk rock is a little harder a little more aggressive yeah. but yeah. that style well, it, of punk rock is
3: and newer newer punk rock follows the not all, but a good chunk of the stuff that I feel like hits it's a mainstream bit more. It follows the formula of the like it has to be quick and not as melodic ish. But yeah. I mean that again, like every scene has their different what's what's popular in the scene um depending where you go in the world everybody has their own interpretation of it but then again there's certain cities where you know hey if i go to new york new york hardcore is huge or if i go to the uk you're going to get like a uh, very specific style so yeah yeah
2: i uh, i remember hearing a buzzcocks story they were they were just basically starting out and uh they got a show offer and they're like you have to play the back of a flatbed truck and they're like what and they're like yeah yeah just get up on this flatbed truck and play we promise it'll be a huge show. Just trust us. And they're like, "All right, that's weird, so like the buzzcocks show up, and sure enough, there's this huge crowd, and they're like, "All right, they're here to see us. This is great. They get up there, they play, they do what they do, and then they get off, and they're like they're like, "Oh, there's going to be a headliner." And they're like, "Oh, who, who's headlining?" And then the clash walk up. <laughs> and it's like, "Oh man!" They weren't here to see us at all. <laughs> so, I don't know. Fun story.
1: Yeah. It is a fun story. <laughs> it's great.
2: Anyway. Cool. Shall, shall we move on? Let less, uh, like, more rock, less talk.
3: Yeah, yeah. Yep. Let's do this. Okay.
2: okay so this is Strange. Strange Attractor with a song called Alien in This Room. You are listening to CKVS 93.7, the voice of the shoe shop, and this is 25,000 Miles.
1: Mickey Pop with a song called Sunday, and before that we heard Strange Tractor Alien in This Room, which we have decided is Cam. Definitely not the other. I mean. I'm okay with that. Okay, cool. Uh, and uh, you heard it first here, uh, Working Class Threat reunion.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, that's what I hear. We're gonna do. We're gonna surprise! do surprise. One off, one off show. I think. One off okay. show.
1: Yeah, we just got to find a band to do it. <laughs> One day. One
2: day it'll happen.
1: Yeah. That's right. Yeah, we'll let you we'll let you know what's going on. Uh,
2: yeah, and that's bit that's it. That's end that's of the second the hour.
1: hour. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Um, twenty five thousand miles radio show at gmail.com, insta twitter book. Uh, you can get reach cam at um, my name's Cam Harper at gmail.com. <laughs>
2: that's actually pretty close to my email. I'm impressed.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a fantastic show. Thanks so much for being on the show today, thanks Cam. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks so much for listening, everyone fun. else. And, uh, yeah, make sure to support the station. Uh, Roots and Blues coming up. And that's it. That's our show. So drive safe. Have a good night. Have a good weekend. And, and we'll see and you again next yeah, week. Thanks. Chris Yersaki next oh, Chris, week. Oh, oh, cool. Chris Yersaki's yeah.
2: coming on the show he's uh, the best and that,
0: that's it